Welcome to episode 276 of Live Happy Now. This is Paula Phelps welcoming you to another episode and a brand new month. A lot of us would like to learn how to calm the chaos around us right now, and it just so happens that today's guest literally wrote the book on that. Nicola Reese Taggart is a life strategist, author, and speaker who helps people discover a more centered, conscious approach to everyday life. Two years ago, she wrote the book, Calm the Chaos, which is a journal designed to help users align their outer presence with inner peace. Most recently, her Calm the Chaos cards provide mindfulness and centering exercises, as well as reminders of how to stay in the moment. Let's hear more about how you can learn to calm the chaos, even in these rather chaotic times. Nicola, welcome to Live Happy Now. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be joining you today. Well, we really want to talk to you because calm the chaos. That's so timely for 2020. (laughs) So I found it interesting that this initiative actually began with a journal a couple of years ago. So can you talk about how this all came about? Well, we probably don't have enough time for that. uh, (laughs) We can do a three-parter. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it really came about when I started my own business about 15 years ago. And again, I won't go back that far, but I'll say that what I realized when I started working with people, and at the point I was focused on working with women in leadership positions and really kept coming back to the same kind of common issue over and over again, which was people feeling like they were much more successful externally than they were internally. And I, you know, began to wonder why that was and how could I support the clients that I was working with in really redefining success from the inside out. So that kind of started happening when I started my business. And then not that long afterwards, my life got a whole lot more chaotic when I started having children and the business was getting better and my husband had his own career that was developing. And so I realized that I needed to start practicing more of what I was preaching. And I looked for some kind of tool that would help me put into place health and happiness habits on a daily basis. And I had done a lot of research around the connection between well-being and happiness. And so I knew what the pieces were and wasn't my information. It's all out there. But I couldn't find something that allowed me to, one, keep it in front of me each day, but kind of do a check-in in terms of how I was doing and the impact it was having. So I created something actually for myself initially, which were just a Word document of pages that I printed out that was the start of the Calm the Chaos Journal, little did I know, as I started to use it and realized the impact that it had on me when I used it in a positive way and the impact it had on me when I didn't use it in a negative (laughs) way, I started having clients utilize it and they were seeing positive results from it. And then I asked people around me to start testing it and they did. And then I thought, I really think I have something here. It's very simple as you have seen, not complex, but it was just a tool to kind of keep these little things that we know can really improve our health and happiness in front of us on a daily basis. So that was kind of the starting point of just getting it out there more and finally 
decided to pitch it to Chronicle Books and was thrilled that they also saw the vision for it. And so that was released two years ago and seems like it's resonating for a lot of people. And can you explain the format a little bit for someone who hasn't seen it? Yeah. So the format is really broken into two parts, today and tomorrow. So the vision that I had for it, everybody, I say, use it in a way that is going to work for you because the key to it is that it only works if you actually use it. <laughs> it's sitting on your <laughs> table. is not going to help. It but looks it's pretty. pretty. It, it is, is very, very pretty. pretty. So. Yes. But if you want to actually have the impact in your life in a, in a positive way, it does need to be put to you. So the way that I envision it and the way that I use it is it's on my bedside table. And at the end of the day, before I read going to bed, I open it up and you do a check-in for today. And it's really broken down. The top part is just doing kind of a self-assessment about how you took care of yourself that day. And these are based on the research that I have done around sort of the science around health and happiness. And it's moving your body, it's getting enough sleep, it's eating and consuming things that nourish you. It's doing something just for pleasure. So there's a variety of things in there where you just get to do a little checkoff about, did you do that thing today? If so, what was it? There is a part in there around a random act of kindness, most memorable moment of the day. And the idea with this is that the more that we kind of think about this in our lives, we start to scan our days for things that are memorable. The interesting thing with that point is that when I first had that in there, I was looking for these grand moments. And then I'd kind of be disappointed at the end of the day. I was like, oh man, I don't have anything to put in there. <laughs> and then what I realized was that actually the most memorable moments were these just little things that were really about what most mattered to me. And so that was an interesting experience to see like what over time gets put in that. And I know I've heard that from other people that have used it as well, is that oftentimes the things that they put down there as the most memorable are some of the simplest, sweetest things. And then there's space for gratitude because we know that having an attitude of gratitude, focusing on what we appreciate in life really can help us in terms of our positivity and being present in the moment. So that's the focus for the day. And that's really supposed to be done sort of as a way of closing out your day, feeling grateful, getting grounded. And then you look at tomorrow. And the purpose of that page is to be thinking ahead about how is it that you intend to show up the next day? What do you intend to do the next day? And those prompts rotate through. So the today prompts are always the same because we want you to be thinking about them in your mind and sort of checking in as you go through the day. And then the ones for tomorrow, they rotate through all similar prompts that are related to really like how do you intend to show up? What do you intend to do? And then some other things get thrown in there like being intentional of when stress comes up, you know, here's what I'm going to do. What is a courageous conversation that I need to have to help decrease some of the chaos or stress that I'm having? So that's kind of the setup of the journal. Again, it's very simple. And the reason why I created it that way is because even though I had the best of intentions to journal on a regular basis, I found that as my life got busier and crazier and more chaotic, I just didn't have the time or really the capacity to do that. And so this allows me to just kind of capture that in a pretty simplistic 
way. And yet I can still kind of go back and reflect on things, which is kind of fun to have as just a reminder of the progression of life. So does it have some of the same psychological and emotional benefits of journaling? It does. I mean, I am a firm believer that getting what is in your head and in your heart down on paper has tremendous power. So anytime you're putting pen to paper is a connection that is unlike doing something on your phone or on the computer. In fact, I've had multiple people ask me if I was going to turn it into an app. And I have no desire to do that because there is such a benefit to writing the things down. And I think as people do more and more through technology, they're doing less and less of that type of processing. So there's no magic formula in terms of you've got to journal for this amount of time for it to count. I think just the process of putting pen to paper is extremely positive and beneficial. And what is it that led you into discovering that? Like, how did you find out just how good this was for you and how important it was? Doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, really, I was my own guinea pig and then doing it a lot with people. And I still use it, the journal and the concept of getting what's going on inside me down on paper, use it all the time. And when I say that, get it on paper, I mean writing and drawing it out. I'm a lover of giant flip charts and pens and notebooks to just get things down. But I will say that early on, the reason why I moved forward with this was because I did notice the difference for myself. So on the days when I just don't even worry about the journal right now, the days where I was not doing the things within the journal, so the self-care piece, the practicing gratitude, the being really mindful and intentional about the way that I wanted to show up for you know, my clients and my family. And I'll say, this is kind of a common theme that I had heard. And then I experienced it is that what I would find is I would show up and give my best to my clients. And then I would turn around and not show up that way for the people that, you know, were the most important in my life. And I think that in the line of work that I do in terms of personal and professional development and coaching, and my passion has always been helping people really live and connect to what matters most to them, which most of the time people will say it's the relationships that they have. I realized like I really needed to walk my talk and that I was not showing up in the way that I wanted to, especially at home. And so when I started to pay attention to the connection between doing the things in the journal and the way I would feel and the way that I would show up, there was such a difference. Not that the stress wasn't there, not that the chaos wasn't there, not that there weren't tough times or times that, you know, I did throw a raw chicken across the kitchen at my husband. <laughs> not that those times didn't happen, but my response to them was very different. And when I would not do the things, I would notice the impact on the way I felt and the relationships I was having. So that was really a key component of, for me, was witnessing it for myself and then seeing the impact, you know, talking with clients. And then, you know, still to this day, I mean, I went through what I thought was the most chaotic, crazy time of my life last year. Little did I know that COVID was going to hit. That was just the warm-up. That was the warm-up. And I'll tell you, it has been tremendous practice around 
you know, not getting attached to things, letting go of what you can't control and controlling what you can. And that is the basis of the work that I do. And the focus of the journal is there's a lot we can't control, but what we can control is our mindset and the thoughts that we think, our energy, our environment, and our relationships. And the more that we can focus on those, the other things around us that maybe we don't have control over, you know, are going to continue to go on, but we'll navigate those in a different way. Because there's a couple of things. One I want to bring up is that in addition to the journal, you now have this new product coming out, which is the Calm the Chaos Cards. And can you talk real briefly about what those are and then how you can use them? And then I want to get into how you created them because you've got an interesting story on that to tell us. Yeah. So the Calm the Chaos cards, it's a card deck of 65 cards. And each card has a mantra, an exercise, an action on the front. And then on the back is a little bit more of a description and maybe more detail in terms of an exercise that you can do. So just to give you, you know, a little sampling, one is life is sweeter when you slow down. One that is an exercise is do a distraction dump. Again, the whole concept of getting what's in your head down on paper. Another one is it's not your job to manage everything for everyone else. So there's a 65 of these. And the idea is, is that you can use it in a number of different ways. I know somebody that just looked at the card deck said, oh my gosh, I'm just going to keep this next to my bed. And every morning I'm going to turn over the new one. And that's going to be my theme for the day. It could be that, you know, you use one a week as kind of a guide to set an intention for calming the chaos. The other thing that I anticipate is that given what is going on right now in the world and people's level of chaos is definitely much higher, is even as you feel yourself in a state of overwhelm or stress or chaos is pulling one or finding one in there if you want to look through and find one that resonates. Well, it's interesting. You and I were talking a little bit before the show. And can you kind of talk about what was going on when you created these cards? Because the exercises on them are really good. It's so insightful. And you have a really interesting story of what was happening as you were creating this. Yeah. So similar to the journal, I created this a lot for myself kind of in the moment. So the journal came out, it was doing great. And, you know, I'd had some thoughts about some different products that I wanted to work on. However, last year I found myself in really the hardest time of my life. And that was my husband ended up with a very unexpected heart health issues and our life got turned upside down. And So I found myself like really in the midst of chaos, both internally and externally, and it was constantly changing and there was so much uncertain and unknown. And he was in and out of the hospital multiple times, often days at a time. And there was a point in which I realized that the way that I was getting through the chaos and the uncertainty was by really putting into practice a lot of the things that I had learned about being present and staying in the moment and where I focused my mindset and the things that I talked about. And so I started capturing some of those as I often do, just sort of words of wisdom for myself and, oh, maybe someday I'll share these with other people. 
one day, literally while I was sitting in bed in the dark, my husband was lying next to me recovering from a heart procedure he had just had. I had my laptop in front of me and I all of a sudden just had this like inspiration and motivation for how am I getting through this? Like really, where is the wisdom? How am I navigating this? And I started writing some things down and I just decided in that moment, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to just send this idea to my publisher and see, you know, are they interested? What do they think? And my editor got back pretty quickly and said, we love this idea. They gave me the green light for the cards pretty quickly and said, we really would like to have the, we want to fast track these because we really would like to have these available in time for November and the election and the holidays. Little did we know, (laughs) right, what would be happening. And so I was working on these cards while my husband was in and out of the hospital moving forward. We had to push the deadline a few times because of critical things that were happening. And then we hit a point where they just said, you know, we really want to get these done so that they are available in the fall. And so I had to just complete them and get them done and move them on. And then, you know, life kind of took on from there. So when I actually got the card deck a couple of weeks ago and I opened it up, there was part of me that was like, wait, I created this because it was being done at a time that was so crazy for me. And yet it's exactly the things that I was utilizing then. And now I'm utilizing even more now. I don't think that there's a better time, although I wish this wasn't happening. It sure is quite the lesson in, okay, what do we have control over and what do we not? And here's a tool you can use to help you hopefully navigate that in a way that allows you to feel more positive, more productive, more peaceful, and really more present in the here and now than you could otherwise. Yeah, because that's such a challenge. Chaos is a word we hear a lot, uncertainty. And, you know, you've been helping people for a good 15 years. So how is the chaos that you're seeing now different than what you've seen in the past? Well, I mean, a lot of it is is still very similar, but I would say the difference now is that we're in a collective crisis. So, you know, the collective crisis is then creating personal crises for people in different ways, you know, where typically when I'm working with people, you know, we're really kind of focused on what's going on in their own life, in their own world. How do they want that to be different? How are they going to navigate that? And now there's this double layer, right? So there's the, what's going on collectively. And then there's the, what's that collective crisis impacting people personally. And then there's like, oh, all the just personal stuff that was happening anyway. So it's, it feels like there's these different layers going on that wasn't there before. And people are also really, really struggling with this piece around the fact that there's no foreseeable end to this. So it's how do I continue to stay, you know, focused on having a positive mindset and attitude? How do I continue to do the things that I know help me manage my energy in healthy ways? And how do I manage my environment when I thought that maybe moving, you know, having everybody home 24-7 was going to be a relatively temporary thing. And now here we are going into the fall. And not only am I still working from home, but my kids are still here and or people who are maybe single feeling really isolated by what's going on. 
so I feel like it's taken everything and it's just amped it up even more. And so there's no fix to the collective crisis right now. And so the really the focus has to be on the personal responsibility, I'd say, you know, what I call kind of this life leadership piece, which is every single day checking in and saying, okay, how am I going to navigate today? Because I don't know what tomorrow is going to look like. We don't know what next week or next month is going to look like, but what are the things that I can do today? And recognizing that doing those things right now feel harder for people. Like that's just across the board. And there's reasons why, I mean, my background is not, you know, in that area, but it's like, there are reasons why people are having a harder time focusing, harder time staying positive. And if you already were feeling those things before, you know, it's even heightened. So there's, I'm part of what I'm providing for people is just even to say that's normal. Like the way you're feeling is normal. And these things are going to feel harder potentially to do right now. However, doing them on a regular basis is going to be the difference between the way that you navigate this time, the way that you show up for yourself, the way that you show up for the people around you. And sometimes just putting in that effort, even when you don't feel it, like just showing up and making that intention, like I will be positive, I will be present today. That's half the battle. Just Mm -hmm. Yeah, getting over the hump. It's just, it's pushing play, right? It's like getting, (laughs) getting started. And then what we find is that often just doing that one little thing. So what I encourage people to think about is really putting together kind of your own personal prescription right now. What are the things that you know when you do them, even if it's hard to get going doing it, but when you do it, you feel better. So for me, I know that if I'm feeling sluggish, if I'm having a hard time focusing, if my anxiety is going up, if I just walk out the door and walk around the block in the fresh air, I feel better. So it doesn't have to be a grand thing, but it does require you to be paying attention so that you're really becoming the expert about what are the things that you can do on a regular basis that are going to help keep you afloat during this really kind of crazy, uncertain, and chaotic time? I see you kind of like this lifeguard right now, <laughs> and you've got these great little life rafts that you're giving to people. What would be the one that you really want us to hold on to right now? If there's one thought that people can just get a hold of and use at this time, what would that be? I think it's that our mindset is such a powerful thing and really influences the way that we feel and the actions that we take and the way that we model for other people. I'm thinking especially for our kids right now, for our colleagues. And it really influences also the way we show up in relationships. And so, you know, one thing to keep in mind is that the way that we choose to navigate this right now is really the memories that we're creating for the future. We're literally living our legacy in the moment. And so I find it can be really helpful to think forward. You know, when you look back on this time and you're talking about this with your family and with your friends, what are the stories you want to be telling? What are the memories that you want to have in terms of the way you showed up and the way that you felt and the relationships that you had? And use that as your guide for making the choices on a daily basis, even if you don't feel like it in the moment. It's doing the things that are going to help you feel 
as good as you possibly can. And that's not to say feel great all the time, but it's just what we're going for now is how do you feel more positive, more productive, more present, more peaceful in your life? And you get to be the guide to creating that now. That was Nicola Reese Taggart, author of Calm the Chaos. If you'd like to learn more about Nicola and her Calm the Chaos projects, just visit us at livehappynow.com and follow the links. That is all we have time for today. We'll meet you back here again next week for an all new episode. And until then, this is Paula Phelps reminding you to make every day a happy one. Mm -hmm.